We take a break in our singing this morning as we come to our time each Lord's Day where I'm going to ask our kids to give, give me their undivided attention for just a few minutes. They always do a great job with this, and we want to take a few minutes, and this is for everybody now. I don't want our big kids out there, our adults, tuning out. Uh, this is as much for you as it is for them, but I do want to focus part of our time this morning on just our little ones this morning as we continue our catechism teachings. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time with this, but does anyone have the boldness to, uh, to quote last week's question? The question was, how can we glorify God? And we have a very specific answer to that. Uh, so before we just shout out answers, what, uh, what is the answer to that? How can we glorify God? Anybody willing to do it? By by everybody do it together. One, two, three. Uh, obeying but and laws. There you go. By loving God and obeying His commands and laws. Very good. This week's question. Don't mistake down here that they're they're not doing the work. It is. It's kind of overwhelming to to put their voices out to that. So they're doing a great job with this, and the parents are doing a great job spending time uh, with their kids during the week. This week, our question is, what does the law of God require? And the answer is that we love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves. So what, for the, just a moment, I'm going to read the question, and I'll ask you, everybody, to repeat the question with me, and then I'll repeat the answer. And then you repeat it after me. We'll do this two times. And this is the question this week that our families will be working on. I pray even you as adults will be working on as well. The question, repeat after me. What does the law of God require? That we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love our neighbor as ourselves. One more time. What does the law of God require? That we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love our neighbor as ourselves. I want to ask our kids to do something. And, and, and think about this with me for just a minute. I want you to imagine with me what life would be back like if there were no rules. If there were no laws, no rules. What do you think life would be like? Let me, what you got? Nothing would be what? Would be made? That, 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 there's some truth to that. Nothing would be made without rules, some guidance there. Let me frame it this way. What would your life be like if you didn't have your parents telling you at night, okay, son, okay, daughter, it's 8.30, it's time to go to bed. What would be life be like if you didn't have them to do that? Yeah. You'd get, why would you get tired? Yeah, would you go to bed to eight, at 8.30 on your own? Or would you want to stay up a little bit longer? and Stay, stay like two hours later? Yeah, I would too. I remember when I, when I was a little guy, and I remember my mom and dad telling me it's time to go to bed. Like, oh, mom, we've got to turn off the TV, got to turn everything off, and got to go to bed and just lay there in the dark, whether I'm tired or not, right? All right, how, here's another one. What if you didn't have your parents telling you, you have to eat this for dinner. I've put, what's something you don't like on your, that your parents make you eat? Huh? Your mom's the best cook in the world? You don't know? 
Boys, do you? <laughs> What's something your parents put on your plate that you just do not like, but that you have to eat it? Okra? What was that? Zucchini. I'm with y'all. What kind of parents are these? What? What if, you, what, if, what if you lived in a world where your parents didn't tell you you have to eat okra, you have, have to eat zucchini, you don't have to eat vegetables. You said, they just said you can eat whatever you want to. Would that be good or bad? Huh? Ice cream and chocolate every day. Man, I'd be right there with you. Yeah. Bubble gum. That stuff goes down hard, but yeah. Bubble gum. See, that, that's what we would do, wouldn't it? If we didn't have rules in place, there's a part of me and I'm kind of leading you along here, there's a part of me that thinks, man, that'd be pretty cool if we lived in a world that didn't have rules and we didn't have laws. So then, if that's the case, why do laws exist? Why do rules exist? That's a great answer. Do you hear what he said? To keep us safe. Laws exist to keep us safe. Safe, to keep, a, to keep order, if you will, in the world around us. Could you imagine a world where there were no red lights. What's a red light for? Stop. What happens if there's not a red light? Everyone keeps going, right? Could you imagine a world where there's no red lights? That would be chaotic. It would be dangerous. It would be devastating. Could you imagine a world where people could harm one another and there's no consequences? You can do whatever you want to somebody. You can punch them in the face. You can do whatever. Could you imagine that? It would be chaotic. Uh, what? You would punch your brother in the face. See? See, this is why we have rules and order. And the point of that is, even though laws and rules can frustrate us sometimes and they can still feel very restrictive, they keep our brothers' faces whole, right? They keep us from swelling and keep from bloodshed. They are there, they're established so that families can operate well and society can operate well and, and the world can function with some sense of order. Well, we're beginning with this week's catechism question, and the, about the next eight, eight or nine of them, are all focused on God's law. And, and this is for the big parents, big uh, kids in the room here. <laughs> Even as mature Christians, we sometimes struggle with, what is the purpose of the law? If I'm saved, if my sins are forgiven, past, present, and future, and my, my relationship with then what purpose is the law? Well, it's very much what we've talked about already this morning. God's law has always functioned and still functions and is still relevant today because it's a guide for life. It brings order to our lives. It's, it's the, the instructions of a loving God, just like our loving parents making us eat our vegetables and go to bed at a certain time. These are a loving God to his people, and we obey, and this is going to be so important. You're going to talk about this this week in your homes. Not because if we obey, we'll make God happy, can I say that again? The law does not exist so that if we obey it, God will be happy with us. That might be news to some of us as adults. The law does not function that way. What is, the only thing that makes God happy with us is Christ. He has won for us the love of our, of our God. The law is an expression of our thankfulness to God for Jesus. That Jesus came and died the death we deserve to die, and he rose again so that our sins can be forgiven and we can have eternal life with him. We can show thankfulness for the gift of Jesus Christ through a life of obedience. And in Matthew chapter 20, 
2, which is where our catechism question comes from, Jesus gives a summary of the whole law. And he says uh, there in chapter 22, This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The first commandment was, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. He says the law exists as an expression for you to show God wholeheartedly. You love me supremely because of what I've done for you, because I've given you my son, because I've forgiven your sins, because I've promised you an eternal relationship with me in heaven. And we're going to be looking at that in the book of Revelation in just a moment, chapter 14. The law exists. God keeps order in the world, and we express our thanksgiving back to him by wholeheartedly obeying and loving him supremely. And we'll have the opportunity in our homes this week to think more about what does that look like in our daily lives, to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and our neighbor as ourselves.